0: Okay, it's time to partner with Bet Fair and preview Sheila Gwynn Stakes Day. BJ Ryan and Terry Layton were teaming up to record episode 164 of the 1 1. This is the West Australian Racing Podcast. It's just after 11 a.m. on Thursday, the 20th of April. Pinjara racing today, Ascot, Saturday, Albany, it's Jericho Cup Day this Sunday, Albany Sunday. And of course, Anzac Day, Tuesday, we have meetings at Ascot and Kalgoorlie coming your way. Mm. I didn't even allow for that. It's a Tuesday. Tuesday
1: to work. Yeah. They're out today. Yeah, no, I just yeah. sort of had a quick peek before when you mentioned earlier. Uh, don't forget, BJ, to stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the Market City Meets Get Out Stakes competition. Um, and we have Mac Hall taking on Chrissy Parnham as Chris Parnham chases three. Um, victories
0: on the trot in the Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind Competition. Very good. <clears throat> one one reminders, uh, our podcast, the West Australian Racing Podcast, it can be, uh, it is available rather, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all other platforms. So please download, subscribe, like, follow, do whatever you have to do. If there's an opportunity to give us a five-star rating, well, don't think, just do. Let's get cracking on our Sheila Gwynn Stakes Day Preview. But first of all, we have to start, as always, with the Ascot Track Report, brought to you by Witten's Irrigation and Design, whether it's racetrack, residential, or commercial, water wisely, with Witten's. Terry. Uh, yes, BJ. Ralph
1: uh, rail
0: Ra- Ra- for just, Sunday is- You like
1: how I just got distracted then? No, that's okay, I'm used to it. Five uh, metres, 29 <laughs> degrees, very light, it's probably easterlies, but it's almost no wind, it looks like, so very still very still it's not sparkling water it's still water um, ask, uh, more so at the moment it seems to be difficult to make a huge amount of ground away from the fence early in the day standard Ascot top of stuff. five meters has played a bit on pace at times as well so definitely um, allowing for a more on than off speed track Very. it's just very what did plain. you think of
0: uh, the track last Sunday
1: um, I can barely remember last Saturday. Uh, yes, it was, it was good. It was good. It was good. good. Yeah. It was good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's doing a good job, Brock, I think. So, oh, that's good. Um, Tremendous. Yeah. It's been a long season. Yes. Been a long now, season. we're only moments away from the solar eclipse, Terry. Did you know that? I just got, I, that's why I got distracted. I was
1: getting messages sorry. Yeah. Should we go out and have a look? I don't think you're allowed to. It's bad for your eyes.
0: Yeah. I can't see anyways. So <laughs> really It'll be worth it. <laughs> well, listeners, we might have to uh, take a quick break while this uh, once-in-30-year solar eclipse happens, so just hold on a sec. All right, we're uh, no longer distracted by the... Solar eclipse, so we can get really moving on our Shilligwin Stakes Day preview. Race one is the Mrs. Max Handicap. Only seven runners here in this three-year-old 1600-meter event, but five of the seven at least like they're very, very promising horses indeed. Current market let is Rusty Dreams. We'll be going for four straight victories from as many starts, but uh, a couple of last-start winners here for checks and catch these hands. And uh, of course, Leniency is a very smart three-year-old in his own right, Terry. I can't do this race, BJ, because I can't see after staring directly at the sun,
1: so you should have told me beforehand. Um, Hang on. I'm going to get my screen put onto Braille mode, and I should be okay. Uh, Look, Rusty Dreams is a very good horse. Mm. That was a really nice win the other day, accelerating to the breeze after getting sort of stuck deep for the first few hundred, then... Putting him away with a, a degree of ease, um, yeah, I, I think the step up and trip really should only suit with the way it won in, in that sense. But my concern for Rusty Dreams here is I've got it mapped three back the fence. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it could find itself in a bit of bit of bother from there. So uh, definitely favourite, but it just might be under my price um, with that considered. In, in its wins to date, it sort of had the whole straight to wind up, and it looks like it. It looks like it enjoys that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it might be a bit of a risk if. Uh, there's sort of the double cross. um, Catch These Hands looks to be beginning really well. If it can find, because Rusty Dreams hasn't actually begun that well. That's Mm. why it's had to take its time to get there. So if Catch These Hands gets across, I reckon Sean will wanna hand up and then that'll be Mac Mac or One Cool Girl coming through from four or five to leap, which is how I get Rusty Dreams through the fence. And from there, it's a really interesting race at $2.30, $2.40 from the limited markets we have at this point in time. So, leniency the big improver. never looked happy the other day either wants a spell and this will go crap again or uh, it'll be the one that the market um overreacts to and we see seven dollars eight dollars about potentially so from the from price point of view i'm going to have something on leniency
0: okay yeah it was coming off seven days last start, thousand to 1400 so it was a bit of an ask rising to the 60 and a half um rusty dreams that was a very as you said Terry, very impressive last start the way that it, i was able to burn a bit of fuel early, sit outside the leader and really put them to the sword late. Um, Michael Lane and Chris Barnum and Connections have themselves a very, very smart horse there in Rusty Dream. I'm going to stick with Catch These Hands. Um, he just did what he needed to do to, to uh, wear down Mac Mac this track and distance, last start. But he was coming off a bit of a busy schedule in the lead-up prior to that. It was um, resumed at Albany on the 9th of March and it was a quick spin around in the 16th of March and then he's had the three weeks between runs since that last uh, victory, Terry. And I think that will get an Albany a bit of freshness back in his legs. I, can, I reckon we're gonna see a bit more zip from catch C's hands. So I'm gonna follow my money with him. And I I think if they run in lanes, I, I think that Rusty Dreams will win, but like, like you, Gate one could be a bit of a coffin for Rusty Dreams, and so it has the potential to be anyway. So that being said, I think catch these hands. Smart horse, uh, loves the mile, probably looking for even further. Next start, I think catch these hands is the way that I'm going to lean. I was looking to see if we had an undertaker button when you said coffin. (laughs) Do
1: you reckon it could be hell in a cell for uh (laughs) For uh, Rusty dreams through the fence. Every time I think one's going to get held up through the fence, they end up landing leaders back well, and Chris, never yeah. have any if, traffic if, issues and win by two. If so. it begins well, Chris might even just say, well, I'm just leading. So. Um, oh, I think there'll be enough pressure yeah. on to lead. But, yeah. Um, yeah, interesting one. Again, it was, it was funny because I saw Tab to touch with $3 earlier and it isn't it isn't, we can't call it Brad bet this week. I think Brad's got the week off with, um, Brad's got the week off. So, um, yeah, the $3 is probably as good as I'd say Rusty will probably get.
0: Okay. All right, yes, uh, so that is race one done. Race two is the Tab Touch, Be Better at Life Handicap. It's a plat- West Speed Platinum Race of the 1,200 metres. Um, yeah, pretty even like this one, Terry. Uh, but I was ta- really taken by the trial of first upper, Pray Again from the Neville Parnham Yard. Do you remember it- Pray Again's
1: last three preps? Yes. Every single time, the trial? Super every single time. Yeah, every we like without fail. It's um, but last time there was six weeks between trial and race, but the previous two times there wasn't.
0: I feel like he's just been. He's had. Last preparation, there was something quite bugging him that he that they couldn't quite get on top of, and yeah, mine probably my money, yeah, mine too. <laughs> he probably also didn't have a lot of luck um, on some of those occasions as well. Can uh, I was thinking uh, thinking Pray might be able to zap them first up. Lucky landing, three deep to cover the entire and, and uh, just went down at Pinjar last start. No dice was good hitting line uh, over the thousand meters first up. W Pike sticks from two fitter up to the twelve hundred meters send. Uh, Street Desert Vixen those type of horses are all race fit and in a little bit of form
1: yeah the horses the new horses to the Platinums tend to have the edge over the ones that have had try after try after try and they are, I guess Lucky Landing and Pragerin are, are those two program very hard horse to know where it's at maybe mm. the trial from last prep and the trial this prep are suggesting that it wants the 1,200 metres or it wants a shorter journey and to be able to sprint home. So trials can be a little bit misleading at times. Uh, we'll talk about auspicious shortly, which is yep. probably uh, uh, a very um, – Case in point. Yep. A very much a case in point. Yep. Exactly right. So, look, I, yeah, I'm second favourite with Prey again, but Lucky Landing was an easy one for me. I, yep. I thought it was just a horse last prep um battled away but this prep it's uh, i liked its trial behind Ogilloy. He's a long way behind it but it was a really nice trial and then first up the win i thought it was all set up for it to do what it did and it probably was but it was still a really nice win um last time out luke wanted to settle a little bit closer with the pattern of the day ended up getting caught deep giving mojo rhythm the card into the race um and still brass, uh, fought out the finish mm. it was a really good run so i'd love to see Chris use the gate here. If 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 there's any type of restraint and letting horses have his spot, it, it probably won't win from seventh or eighth, and it's going to give away the race. But this horse can land in the 1-1, and that's exactly where it should be. There's no real obvious speed in this. Mordor didn't begin that quick. Amber Highway takes a few strides to get going. Glasgow girl, they may go back with, it'll be 50-50 what the plan is there.
0: Well, you never really know with her, do you, whether she steps or not? No, exactly, but there isn't that much. So I really, you
1: you almost want to jump on this and lead early with lucky landing, or be in the first couple, and then let a couple of them come around you, and just make it a fluent, happy horse. Do not come out looking for a horse, or to do not give you a spot to pray again directly on your outside, or, um... Yeah,
0: they're the, that's the main one, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think you're season. right. He can, he can win this race early.
1: But he, he's got to win this race yep. in the first 100 metres. I, th- I think that's the key. Very much like we saw Luke Campbell do his seswa yesterday. Uh, he said, I'm coming out with a little bit of aggression. He landed on the back of impressive journey. Great effort from a 16-year-old to run second, by the way. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> you like that one? and um, yeah, from there, from there uh, I think lucky landing is, is just going super. <laughs> and uh, it's consistent. We know what to expect. But as you said, Pray Again is the one we, we don't know. We don't yeah. know what to expect. It, it could be the best don't horse. Don't know. But, uh, Lucky Landing will, will get me, and I've marked it favourite.
0: I mark Lucky Landing and Pray Again equal favourites.
1: So okay. yeah. uh, I'll be having something on um, just take a late price, I reckon. Amber Highway, if they can find the front with Amber Highway in a race without any speed, and the two horses behind and outside of it are Mordor and... Um, Glasgow girl amber highway some of the runs uh it put in last prep at one for renee Forrest beating dance cocky who would be better in this market than it is it was deep the trip on a couple of occasions it just went super so maybe a little freshen up mm-hmm. might see that spring in its step and able to lead and if it does lead um there won't be much money for a tommy pike and chrissy nipple runner so you, you'll see a price so um I, I'll, I'll be having something small on to not lose
0: okay yeah as i said prayer game, lucky landing equal favorites in my market uh, at the moment I'll, I'll i'm a bit of a sucker for prayer again but more than likely i'll be backing both of those runners in race two and as you mentioned about luke campbell's ride on sessoir yesterday he actually outrode his three kilo claim however because he was booked on these horses and at acceptance time was prior to him out to riding his 20th metro winner he will be claiming three his full three kilos at ascot this saturday Mm. yes very good so also i did hear a little bit of a whisper about luke campbell a bit of mail going around that he might be heading for a three-month stint in victoria sooner rather than later i don't know whether that's been reported or not but yeah mail is that he's uh he might be heading to one of the biggest stables in the land in melbourne to do a three month sort of stint over there and see whether he can find his feet good on him so he should should. uh,
1: yeah he's getting better exponentially
0: yeah and you can only imagine what a uh, what a stint in uh, in in Melbourne can do for him over the over the winter months as well so yeah the world is his oyster young man on the rise Luke Campbell race three is the Amelia Park plate Um, 1100 meters for the two we got 14 plus one but the plus one Ancient guidance uh, ran around at Ascot yesterday. Doesn't so. mean for Hilly it's not
1: going around <laughs> again.
0: <laughs> yes. I was about to say well you can put a line through it, but actually you make a bit of sense there, Terry.
1: Mm. Yeah, um. it's probably running Tuesday as well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so
1: yeah, it's good to see a. Full what field. was the horse he got to win off twenty four hours, Bj? The maiden Albany about a year ago, uh, six months ago, sometime. Yeah, last. tell
0: me. Tempest Miss, I think.
1: Yes, mm. yes, came very from good. last.
0: Vicky Corver. You're right. Um, good to see a full field of two-year-olds. Um, over the 1,100 metres squaring off a week after the Karakana. So obviously um, still a solid... Crop of juveniles still going around at the moment. There was 10 in the 1400 metres that Ascot yesterday. So it's good to see. Uh, Snow Prince had a very tough run in the caricature last Saturday. Sur- surprised to see him on the quick backup. But Sean and Jake Casey know what they're doing. So obviously he came through the caricature plate. That bit of a gut buster in good It's not felt. their
1: style really either, is it? Yeah. They're usually very patient with their horses. You'll see them scratched off and if they're not 100%. So yeah, you take that as an indication. He must have. Um must have pulled out well, but, yeah, geez, you don't see him go have that sort of run and then back up off seven days very often, do you?
0: Very rare, yeah, especially with a horse that's got obvious sort of upside and mm. um, plenty of prize money to be won, but maybe they just looked at the calendar and there isn't something suitable for him, so yeah. I thought they'd have a look. Um, more Special has been racing well in the Supremacy and Jim Crack uh, listed races coming through those ones. Um, home james of course is a, a nice horse blinkers have been added to that and then we've got some first starters here that look, look like they've got their share of ability especially number 11 bondi plunge uh, making its debut for dan morton chris parnham gate four so um how about this one bj you tell us what's the word in the stable yeah yeah i think she's think she's very smart um first trial was wide throughout with chris nichol on board and just did what did sort of just just sort of um cruising out there four or five wide and got her nose in front on the line. But she's sort of a bit scrambly away first up, uh, sorry, in that first trial. Second trial, she really jumped. Um, Chris was able to, to lead on her and um, yeah, sort of just cruised uh, in the straight, ears pricked. Uh, under little pressure from Chris for quite a smart thousand metre trial victory from four uh, with a clean getaway I think that she probably let a couple come across her and maybe maybe land 1-1ish one, something like that with a bit of cover and yeah even leaders back potentially if if the if what was my map here if the leader is a horse like more special you could, that's going to take you into the straight You'd probably follow that but regardless I think Bondi Plunge is a horse to be. She's the to
1: be? Yeah, she's been working with the good
0: ones. Yeah, I think I think, think they like her, and it's obviously just so got to watch her trials. That she's uh, she's got some a level of talent there. Um, it's hard to tell with the trials
1: sometimes because she not, nothing behind her has raced, so yeah. uh, you don't know what she's beaten, and they haven't run a super time. So that's why I was sort of more interested in um, your thoughts or what you know of the horse from home, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think they'd expect her to win or. or yeah, get, get beat by a smart one. Yeah, so cool. never man. easy to win on on debut, but uh, it looks a really nice setup, doesn't
0: it? Yeah, I mean. I cut a lot more special as a horse. Um, I think it's. I think they've forget a, the saddle slipped in the supremacy Yeah, I think that's got plenty of talent. I like home James as a horse, but it's drawn fifteen. Uh, James got, is a million to one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but it, it's a. It's going to be a nice horse. And but yeah, I don't really know what to do with. I mean, we've got Pike on a first starter, Auto Spark, Dion Luciani, Blinkers On, Wide Draw. I'm a wild girl. Looks like it's got some ability out of the trials, but it's drawn wide as well. Uh, Sanctions is a first starter, half sister to Jericho Missile from the. David Harrison yard it's trials have been okay it's going to get a nice run but it just looks a really good setup from gate four for Chris on Bondo plunge
1: yeah no I agree if it's uh, as good as a trial potentially suggested it'll be very hard to beat more special is sort of like the horse you know yeah. what it's going to do it's yeah. going to go forward it'll lead um, give a kick. It will give a kick and yeah. then it's gonna have to run X race to, to beat it. I mean under two lengths, lift to tell last start and 3.5 with the saddle slipping. That's really good form for this. So um, I was sort of hoping that Bondi Plunge was two twenty or something silly. Yeah. And we right. got seven dollars each way more special, but that hasn't occurred looking at the early ish markets. I was thinking
0: with more special in the race that I would like four dollars Bondi Plunge to have a bet. So yeah, yeah. I was four twenty each,
1: yeah. but I, I don't I'm marking on guesswork with Bondi Plunge, you know. Yeah. It's pretty it's just it's hard to come at, but um, not hard to come at, but hard for me to know how good it is or not how good it is. um that's good english um the big watch here is auspicious yes they will ride this forward (laughs) they they will just they've just got it wrong i think a few too many times now and it'll breeze outside or more more special special. if you got rid of more special i'd be backing auspicious and taking some spec bets on that no worries but it's a different kettle of fish being in the breeze to being on the fence but if he can repeat its trial performances going forward and being a quick horse ridden for speed Watch out! So fascinating, watch in that sense. And if Snow Prince can find a spot, it's arguably yeah. <laughs> the best horse that's that's raced in the race. So yeah, cracking stuff. Good, good little race. One I won't get too involved in. Hoping for an over bet, but yeah, Bondi Plunge more special.
0: Clearly out of my market. Agree with you, hundred percent. Race four is our feature of the day. It's the Sheila Gwyn Classic Listed race for fillies and mares, set weights and penalties over the fourteen hundred metres. Sheila Gwynn, of course, trailblazer for women in racing in Western Australia. She bred the champion Rack and Tour, stood Rack and Tour at her stud at Fairfield Stud, um, also stood Indian Conquest. So she stood two champion um, sort of line shaping stallions in Western Australia. And Terry is also the great great also the great grandmother no of Daniel Krip. Oh, I thought you were saying I was. Yeah, I thought it was. Just, okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we had him on last year, didn't we? Yes. So, yeah. uh, this yeah. episode yes. from memory. So, uh, yeah, so she's uh, she was inducted into the West Australian Hall of Fame in 2014 with Sheila Gwynn, and this race is in her honour.
1: Yeah, shouldn't be too pleased with the uh, nominations or acceptances, though. Mm. Only the six runners to do battle. Uh, no obvious lead, not a tougher race you really want to. Bet into, I think the main thing you got to ask yourself here is Gunmetal Grey likely ends up in the breeze outside Jag the Joker. Um, do you think it can hold off Angelic Miss? That's the That's question. The question. Yeah. You need to ask yourself, uh, I think probably more likely than not. So I think it deserves favouritism. Um, yeah, I know it had the back of Zushan last start, but Zushan didn't really take it into the race or do much for it. You'd think the step up to 1,400 is probably more in Gunmetal Grey's favour as well, I think, but well, that's yep. debatable. So, yep. um, yeah, lean to Gunmetal Grey. Angelic Miss is definitely too short. Now favour, it's been backed. Um, Jadavi is the most fascinating runner of the day, I reckon. Um, I'm Res- su- I was surprised. It was $10 last night. It's 8.50 now. I was a lot shorter, Jadavi. I, I don't think it's going to be the race race. They're going to walk here, obviously. Yep. They will absolutely dawdle, and that won't suit Jadavi. But gee whiz, like it was a nice trial. Didn't come up last prep all that well, but this is a back market but being it's, ridden it's, by it.
0: Its first up run was good. It was okay. yeah, it, was it came from enough. last. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. good
1: enough to. Yeah, it was good enough. Don't forget, yeah. this isn't. This isn't a very deep race. Yeah. This is a listed race, but it's not. It's not a true listed race. Your third favourite's Vitalize, who would be going into a 60-plus if it wasn't going to this, say, so, or a, maybe a 66-plus. Six right, so, yeah. um, I mean, Stella Vista's, yeah, an equal third favourite, and it, mm. it took the whole straight to get over Forever Dreaming. It was a good piece of writing from Holly Watson, and it can it can win as well. So, Jadavi's definitely at this level. The funny thing with Jadavi is, I don't have it in front of me now, but its his last 15, 20 starts have been Bo, Vicky, um, Holly Watson, and no offence to them, but Pike on a sit-in sprinter for them. Like Jadavi's a type of horse. If, if Ian Shields got her right, this is
0: um, – What about her running last year's?
1: She yeah. Was, like, massive. Yeah, exactly right. Her running last year's was was super behind Amasinus um, when she was again last. So the issue for her is if they walk and sprint, she will probably take so long to get warm that it might be too late, but mm. I, I'm going to definitely have something on at that price. So I'm going to back down middle grey and um, – and Jadavi, but just somewhat circumspect with the weird little map
0: yeah i i like the elevation from gun middle grade this preparation she's raced in good company and then she raced against the older horses through a pinjar classic and a bunbury stakes and really lengthened stretch to get the win in the um in the lead up event to this um two weeks ago and yeah i i had gun middle grey favourite over angelic miss so the market swinging towards angelic miss um, is allowing for a bit allowing for a bit and yeah i'm also going to have something small on jadavi pike on uh even though it beat, i don't know what those horses were in the trial that jadavi beat no i beat nothing but no, it, just, it, beat it, nothing. it was just nice to see her moving well and happy and stretching out so pike on could be dangerous fresh 1400 so yeah it's um, an easy easy bet for me yeah. three parts gun medal it There's three bucks around now,
1: three parts and one part Jadavi. You're not going to reinvent the wheel. We're not going to get massive overs in
0: a race with only six runners, but um, that's an easy bet. All right, time to take a break, and it's Chris Parnham versus Mac Hall in this week's Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind.
1: All right, BJ, it is now time for the Mundaring Hotel's WA
0: Racing Mastermind competition. That is correct, Terry. The Mundaring. It's been the heart of the hills since 1899, located in Jacoby Street. Mundaring. If you do get a chance, drop in and see Ian Butchie O'Connor. He's the public and runs the show up there at the Mundaring. Does a tremendous job. Say good day. Let him know that you listen to the 1-1, of course. Feed, flutter, froffies, family atmosphere, all happening on Butchie's big deck. The home uh, of Quillo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe another uh, maybe another uh, winning photo up on the wall very soon for uh, for Butchie, yeah. but uh, <laughs> um, but two gentlemen who are no doubt very familiar with the Mundaring Hotel is our carryover champion Chris Parnham and today's challenger Terry Mac Hall. Let's bring our mastermind, our current mastermind, Chris Parnham, chasing three wins on the bounce. Good Chris. G'day, very Terry. Good uh, day, and Mac. Mate, how does it feel? You've, you've got uh, you're the current mastermind. You've also won the Oaks recently. you won the Karakata. You're flying. Yeah, no. Um, it's been good to get a few winners and um, hopefully another you know, winner today.
1: You must have hurt yourself riding Super who Went that fast, bit a bit of windburn. I, uh, <laughs> I thought that was, Jay. Uh, that was some type of performance. Did, did it feel like um, she improved to you from her prior run as much as it looked? Like it looks like she was a different horse. What's that? Sorry. Um, I reckon you could have won. Wanted- <laughs> I, I reckon I might have done as well, actually. Thank you. Thank you. I uh yeah, no, Danny actually offered me the ride first. I wasn't meant to tell you that, but um Yeah, they actually offered me the ride, I couldn't make weight. It wasn't the picnics, unfortunately.
0: Hey, uh hey Chris, can you just take one step to the side? I think we've got a bit of a uh bit of a scrambled line. Can we try again? We don't wanna we don't want any controversy on today's uh, episode. No, geez. <laughs> we don't want any reason for, for Chris to kick up here. You yeah. there, yeah, boy? Yeah, we do yeah, yeah, that's yeah. better. We don't want any uh, hashtag per Stewards going on on the- No, uh, we don't <laughs> want any. No. <laughs> no, right. we don't need that. No, <laughs> we don't need that. Hey, Mac Hall. Oh, Mac has, uh, has been on the 1-1 before, but this is his first opportunity to have a crack at the mastermind. Uh, very sharp mind indeed is Mac. Welcome back to the show, mate. G'day, boys. G'day, Pines, How are we? Very, very well. Very well. Any runners yeah. today, Matt? When's, when's the next time the uh, the uh, the colours will be going around? Um, probably Narragin next week, mate, right? I think. Narragin next week. All right, keep an eye out for Mac Hall at Narragin. I'm most excited about it. Uh, if you happen to knock off Chris today, next week
1: we can um, put on that Mark Morrison song. You know return on return, return on the, of the Max. Max. <laughs> yeah. That's it. All the uh, what's the uh, no? Hang on. Who sings? Uh, who sings thrift shop? What? Macklemore.
0: Macklemore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, Jesus, plenty of options. Yeah, there. Of you got to get
1: on a little run here, uh, Mac, because uh, we could have some fun with this. Yeah, <laughs> we
0: have some walk on song. Yeah. Very good. All right. Well, uh, what
1: would your walk on song be, Chris? You wouldn't be a Danny Green man, would you? We'd come from the land down under or something. What, what would be your walk on song, Chris? Uh probably
0: something of like Johnny.
1: Johnny Farn you reckon?
0: Oh, yeah. That's right. We've asked him this before. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Oh, I'll have to get something ready for next week. Jen? Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, I'm still
1: a bit worried about Chris's line. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Is I'm- it no good? Oh no! Now see now no, it's fine, yeah. and then it's uh it's cutting out for yep. a moment or two. So <laughs> <laughs> if, if you don't know one, you could uh, you could have a uh, little excuse in your back pocket.
0: <laughs> all right, all right, let's get moving. Um, all right, Mac, Chris, your names are your buzzers, and to be crowned this week's mastermind, you need to be the first contestant to answer three questions correctly. Here we go, challenger. Are you ready? Good enthusiasm, BJ. Mastermind, are you ready? I'm ready. Nice and clear. Three, two, one. All right. Who
1: am I? I would best be described as a very one-paced, honest stayer. Very much in the mold of a horse like Kirov Boy, perhaps just with a bit less ability. I only won a tick over $250,000 in uh, in career prize money, but it was an entertaining 82 starts and eight wins to get me there. I debuted in 2013, breaking my maiden status in Esperance in 2014 with Jerry nosky and Maddie Derrick, the only hoops to win aboard me on multiple occasions. Quite incredibly, I won a race in seven different racing seasons, usually at a price. Mar- Maddie Derrick was a... Who's that, Mac? Well, this is a real guess. Um, Would it be Unbreakable? No, it's not. That is a good (laughs) guess, though. Tell you what, I love left to field ones. too. I always want to give it to him. All right, Chris, you've got it. You've got to get it from here. Matty Derrick was aboard me for my biggest career victory, the Jericho Cup qualifier in Albany in 2021. A thrilling
0: three-horse finish. Yeah, I've got it. I've got it.
1: Can I finish? Yeah, I can Uh, finish it now if you like.
0: Na sex on it it's is. Sacks on, sacks off.
1: My name rhymes <laughs> with the famous line from the 1984 extravaganza, the karate kid. Sacks on, sacks off on Jericho Cup Qualifier Weekend, BJ. Very good. What a victory. Now, the reason I asked that as well, sorry, we'll get back to the quiz in one moment. Mm. Maddie Derrick claimed that day. I see they've named Braden Gayath on Come Right Back. Mm. Wasn't there some controversy about being able to claim in a $100,000 race? Correct, correct. So does that mean Gayath
0: won't be claiming with the I, 62 and a half? I haven't seen the acceptances. Would okay. Like to check. But he has He has accepted anyway. So. Yes. Anyway, interesting stuff. All right. So Chris is one. Mac is yet to score. Okay. Brad, so trainer Brad Graham has made a habit of picking up tried horses. Name the previous trainers of the following three runners. We need all three for this one. Glasgow Girl, Bow Count, and So Schmick. Mindy Schmick. Hang on. Hang on. Who who jumped in? That no, was Mac first. Mac I think first. It cut out, yeah, okay. Mac. You go,
1: you there were all three different trainers for the three horses. Yeah, Lindy Smith is one. Yep. Um, well, um, Re- read the names again.
0: Glasgow oh. Girl, yeah, Bo Count, Matt. and Sue Schmick. Um Lindy Smith, yep. Dave Wolf, and Ryan Hill.
1: Oh no. <laughs> so close. <gross. laughs> it was the runner. <laughs> Or one of the riders uh, Chris <laughs> For the steel uh, Frank Kersley And what are the other two?
0: Uh, Steve Wolf And what was the other horse? Glasgow Gal. Oh,
1: you can Geez, that's stiff, Matt, because Ryan Hill used to ride Bo Cam. it was yeah. Sasha Ryan and Randy Tan from memory were the major riders. <laughs> uh, Sasha Starling, uh, yeah. Oh, that's stiff. Yes, that's very stiff. stiff. I almost want to give him half a throats. yeah, I know.
0: All I'm right, Chris 2, Matt, yet to score. That's cheap, Chris. Next question. What is <laughs> the What is the name of the premier Carnarvon sprint race that Mordor has won in 2021 and 2022? Chris. Chris. Uh, Is it like uh, Muralia
1: or something? No, I'm sorry. I'm not going to accept that. (laughs) I'm not going to accept that. There's no R in it. Mac, do you want to have a crack? Uh, Oh, geez. I I don't actually know. This one? Okay. If you don't know, you're not going to get it. It's the Manilia. It's the Manilia, <laughs> M-I-N-I-L-Y-A. BJ? <laughs> Correct. There you go.
0: What did I say? The Maril- Mar- nah, Meril. I don't know. If you
1: weren't two 0
0: up, there's a chance. <laughs> if, if you
1: weren't nil up, there's a chance we might have given it to you. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Two 2-0 still. Next question. What horse finished last in the Quacker? Mac. Mac. Western Knight. Oh, Western Knight. I don't
1: know if is that's great. right, actually, because I don't think Western Knight's actually finished yet. So <laughs> BJ <laughs> said finished last, so I, it might actually be Massimo. <laughs> at least that crossed the line.
0: Ah, very quick off the mark, Mac. Two, one. All right. Next question. Do we do the beat the bro question? Oh dear, Here you go. This is this is courtesy of Terry Gent. So um, good luck. Beat the bro. Very uh, high profile mm. horse. <laughs> right. steps up to a staying trip for the first time this Saturday. What is the longest journey Beat the Bro has ever won over? What not question is that? <laughs> <laughs> three. Chris. Chris. Chris.
1: 1400. Matt, you got three seconds. Uh, look, a mile. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Split the middle, <laughs> lads.
0: Fifteen hundred. What a question! Uh,
1: mate. I only ask that because it steps up to the staying trip after. I think it's had about ten goes at the mile unsuccessfully. So
0: I think Sharon Miller also mentioned that she hasn't had enough run on the uh, on the master one. So we needed to come up with a Sharon Miller. Crunch, exactly right. <laughs> there you go. There All right, day. two two one to Chris. Here we go. Okay, name the jockey that won both the Dongra Cup and Albany Cups over the recent Easter weekend. Nah, past right. racebook. Oh bang, Uh, bang, bang! Two nil. I'm on the road Two nil, uh, two all rather. Two all. Two all. Big comeback here. Okay, in any order. This is in any order. Who are currently running first, second, and third on the WA Metro Trainers Premiership? Chris, Uh, Simon Miller, Adam Durant, Neville Carter. Close, but incorrect. Mac for the steal. Simon Miller, Daniel Morton, Neville Ponham. Oh, he's done it. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. It's scary, mate. get updated.
1: <laughs> Chris has got it in front of him. That's the problem. I think there's a, a protest already being fired in here. I looked at that the other day. Oh, yeah.
0: no. Yeah, I think this is uh, after Saturday and yesterday. Uh, but yes, yeah, so Adam Durant is currently fourth on the Metropolitan Trainers premiership. So Yeah, he's
1: that stiff. But I reckon Mac was stiffer earlier in the earlier, uh, earlier in the comp as well. What a great head to make battle <laughs> though, I tell you what. Two evenly matched competitors. That yeah. was uh, And
0: Mac, Mac is uh, is now uh, is now working for Neville Parnham as well, so very good. This is uh, this is good stuff, Chris. You're an absolute legend. We al- <laughs> we always uh, we always appreciate you giving up your time to to join us here on the one one. But there's a new sheriff in town, Terry, and his name is Mac Hall. Cue the cue them um, return of off the back. <laughs> <Return of something. laughs> Mac, how's it feel, mate? You've done it. Oh, yeah. I thought I was no chance early, two down um, to come back was pretty special. <laughs> <laughs> that's, all that's, exactly that's what all we want to hear that's exactly what we want like. uh, awesome thanks again Mac we'll have to uh, I know you're heading to Narrage and when's that next Thursday but um, you, y- you better block out some time because you're going to be uh, on next uh, next week because you're going to be defending your title as a WA Racing Mastermind thanks again Mac and uh, well done again Chris um, tremendous autumn carnival for you and uh, yeah, yeah. we we'll always enjoy speaking to you here on the 1-1 Thanks, guys. Yeah. Cheers, guys.
1: We got an upset. We do have an upset. Dear, me. We, we, we got an upset. It was a good comeback, too, really, because um, question one, he's got an unbreakable. <laughs> Dude, I'm not throwing in an unbreakable. That's good stuff, though. And then, uh, yeah, he's gone two of the three. Yeah. And then. Did, um, I
0: think the beat the bro question just, just rattled. Yeah, rattled it did. Chris. It did. Understandably. That's like, what I was going for. We like yeah. to throw a few, uh, a few curveballs. curveballs in there. Yeah. So Well, you don't get to the top. Of Mount Rushmore without overcoming a few hurdles. Exactly right. You. What so was Chris going for today? Three or four? Three, three. Yeah. Mm. I tell you what, Max. He's yeah, pretty he switched on. Is. He's very switched on, young he man. Certainly so is. he's a uh, he's good battle though. That was a good battle. titan. I
1: reckon that'll be a mastermind battle at which he's safe for years to come. Reminds <laughs> me of sort of Carey Jackovic. I reckon that'll be so <laughs> exactly. young Carey and a young uh, a young Glenn Jackovic. So. Oh,
0: yes, and listeners, if you want to have a go at Mac Hall and the Mastermind. Um, opportunities there just put your hand up send us a message uh far away a um a tweet you know how to get hold of us we're always looking for uh for talented masterminds or pr- potential masterminds here at the one one but uh for now we've got a 100 hundred dollar gift voucher in the mail to mac Hall to head up to enjoy some delicious food and some frothies up there with ian butchie o'connor at the mundaring hotel Race five is the Vale Sally Oaks handicap, over 1,000 metre graduation. And, of course, uh, they've added the Sally Oaks uh, celebration race on the same day as the Sheila Gwynn Classic. Sally Oaks, of course, being Sheila Gwynn's daughter. And Sally is oh. Daniel Cripps' grandmother. So it's a big day for the Cripps family out there at Ascot on Saturday. There you go. Yeah. Um, I really liked... The trials of Ha Mika, even though she was uh, didn't quite come up last preparation, I thought that the trials suggested that she was just about. Adam Durant had her just about back on track for a first up tilt in uh, this thousand meter graduation on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Sky Duke is a um, nice enough sprinting type from the Panem Yard, but the bar plates do go on the front. Mantelli Signorita Dorothea, are uh, the sort of the horses that have race fitness and form on their side, Terry. Uh,
1: yeah, how many trials? But obviously, really aesthetically pleasing. My concern here is they're just a she's coming off a poor prep, but b um, which again, seeing the trials isn't as concerning. Um, but my major concern is they seem so happy to let her flop out. If you know, yeah. they do that here with all this speed coming across Hibiscus Mantelli, Sky Duke, Cimera, of, lady, uh, Land, of, land Valens. of Valens looks yeah. like it leads over each protected action. Probably the quickest of them all. Um, all that speed comes across, and in you're your three or four back the fence over a thousand meters. So Harmika's best runs have been uh, taking on another one, Sonate in front, bang, kick clear, and another occasion was got going on the bend. So, look, Harmika definitely could be the best horse by panels in this race, um, just from a speed map and, and the fact it didn't come up last prep and. It's just a worry for me, that's all. I, I, I didn't really do this race with any confidence. Signorita Dorothea fell in over Simple Logic, and I think Simple Logic's a battler. Um, Sky Duke's got the bars on, and now I have to redo the race because Sky has got the bars off. I've just seen the notification. Oh, wow. Okay. So there should have been a change of pace. I, I'm pretty confident when I sit down and do the race, I'll, I'll mark Sky, Sky Duke, Duke a clear favourite. Yeah. But it was a hard held trial as well. If you're looking for impressive trials, have a look at Sky Duke's trial. Um, but my concern with Sky Duke, again, I'm going to have to do the race in more depth. It was just a race that was sticky to me. And I, I knew how the market would shape out. You'd have those four at the top and then everything else a million to one, which is fair enough, too. But um, I didn't know which of the four I really, they all had knocks on them. Um, but Sky Duke's best form has been leading or breezing. And with all those names I just mentioned, I think Brad Parner will be happy to hand up and park on them. So can it reproduce as good a run from the 1-1 as opposed to leading or the breeze, potentially a better run. So I guess we'll find out, but it's got form around rev it up. Goddess of giving. That's the that's the form you'd suspect um, for a race of this nature. But yeah. So probably gonna go with Sky Duke, but I need to do this race in more depth now that there's been a, a Twitter announcement uh, for the races WA, race. yeah, yeah. Sky
0: SkyJuke bar plates front, they are off. Mm. Bold profit coming to town looking for three in a row. Yeah.
1: Bless his little heart. Bless his little heart. Bolt
0: no, profit. no, Ozzy Gallardi though.
1: No, it's going to, That's what I was going to say. You don't often see uh, Apprentice to Pike and go, well, oh, that's a neg three. But
0: Ozzy <laughs> Giladi and this horse, I tell you what, they're getting on like, <laughs> like a house on fire. I, so I know this, uh, I know Tommy Pike would have purchased Land of Valens for a Northwest type, but um, they. I think they paid $22,000 for it on a recent online auction but its best Sydney form when trained by Joe Ryan was really strong, for, uh, especially coming into a race like this. See, Jared Noski's gone up, gone on board for this fresh run, ridden for speed, maybe lands outside leader, rolling along, don't be surprised to see Land of Valens give a kick because it's, it's it's good. Sydney form is good enough to win a race like this. So very good. But, um, keep an eye on that horse. But um, yeah, I'm, yeah. Obviously, Tommy likes to take a team north, Headland, and then um, elsewhere. So he's probably earmarked this as one of those um, type of horses. But yeah, going through its form last night, I could see it running a cheeky race, ridden for speed. But for me, I was flip flopping between Sky Duke and Harmika, and now that the bars are off. Skyjuke, that would be my um, main focus for this particular race.
1: Yeah, good trial, wasn't it? Well, it was a real good Very trial. Very hard held trials. So we didn't discuss in the last actually, with Vitalize, was but such it was a, a good, good trial. Good trial yeah. But you have to just take into account watching. Vi- and I think Vitalize is one that can, it's not my bet here. I can never back it like this, but I reckon it's one that can actually go to another level. This prep wouldn't surprise me if it runs a really big race um, on Saturday. But Vitalize's trial was probably made look a little bit better because Brad Parnham was ripping um, Skyjuke back so much, and the other two that fought out that finish. I can't remember their names, but they no, were One absolute, of them was Chief Justice. On they, that, were, yeah. they were they were battlers, so, um, yeah, probably made it just look a little bit better yeah. than was. And we still have this as last start as well. I just wanted to pick up something. Does this upset you as much as this <laughs> upsets me? Do you know what I'm going to talk about here? Uh, whipping them on the bend. Whipping them when you, when you held up. Yeah. What do you – like, for me, and again, this is only my personal way of looking at this. I've never really discussed this with anyone that probably knows far more than I do, but – Paddy Carberry stuck behind a horse with Stella Vista last start and he gives it a big a big whack. So the, the idea of using the whip for me is an impact to say, all right, accelerate, off we go. And every horse has probably got a different – responds in a different way. But to me, that is just such a negative way of using the whip because the horse goes, what, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? You'll give me a, a whack. you are give me a reminder um, to accelerate. But you, I'm literally behind horses. It's – I, I just think it's it's one of the, I think it would fuck with a horse's psyche. That's my personal opinion. I've got no idea, obviously, with that side of things, um, but I just don't, um, yeah, I don't, uh, I was very confused by that. Yes,
0: all oh, right. Also, have goes.
1: a look at the photo of Amelia's jewel last week. He's mid whip action on the line. Mm. You don't like that? I, well, you know, the line is get the head down. <laughs> Pikey, Chrissy Parnum. wins the, wins the race. Anyway, <laughs> not trying to have a bash. I just noticed that the other day. And then I noticed one. Go back and watch the replay of my boy Eddie yeah. from, it was in a staying race, one by a Soviet spy, uh, a Pinjara. This
0: is um, Patty again.
1: He's hit it three times after the line. Right. Just. I don't, I don't mind it. Everyone's got their own style of riding, but his style might be, I'm just going to ride you as hard as I can and consistently through the line, and that, that might work as well. So it's just fascinating, just just different things you pick up on. You obviously see Pike and Chris Parnham jump down on the neck and push the head down, and and it probably wins Pike in you know, other five races a season, you know. Um, Maybe. But, yeah, watching that photo of, um, yeah, just the photo finish of uh, who won the race? Overpass. Overpass, Overpass Milius Jewel, and, yeah he's um the whip is literally it couldn't be any more perpendicular mm. so how's that
0: yeah interesting mm. i mean we'd have to ask them they'd have to ask Paddy himself, uh, yeah, well, they ask ask patty himself yeah it was his style i think
1: Ride him through to. the line don't change your um don't change other yeah it could be a negative if he goes to yeah i don't know it's just a fascinating aspect to look at
0: yeah um yeah he's been around a long time patty so i'm sure he's uh and he's sure he's got his reasons. So Now, moving on. Race 6 is the Crown Perth Handicap Rating 72+, plus, over the 1,600 metres. Um, yeah, another uh, smallish top field. We've got nine here. And um, Cheval de Vargas is, is coming back in grade after racing in listed company recently. Ginger Green, Inform for an Inform um, stable and hoop in Sean McGruddy, who's riding ginger green, um, opposed to stableman, export man, last up winner. But I imagine that's more of a weight factor than anything. And I'm not sure about you. Did you have something on k the other day? Because I certainly did. It wasn't too bad a run running on. It was a fourth. So. Pistol made it one of his better bets for the day. And yeah. I'll tell you
1: what, Pistol picked the eyes out of that. He would have been disappointed to see the quieter ride. But yeah. um, he was bang on that she's come back and she was ready to run a race. So. Yeah. That's one of those bets. I, I hope somebody paid Pistol something for mm-hmm. that because he deserved. He
0: deserved something. Yeah. So I think it was yeah. 60 dollars bet fair as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So um, yeah, competitive lineup here. Chevelle de Varga, obviously the uh, the speed here with um, Luke Campbell going on board. So gets in really well back in this grade with only the fifty five point five. Yeah, it certainly does. I, I don't
1: know how well. It's funny this race. I. I looked at it and I thought, all right, the mile. Who does the mile suit? I reckon Ginger Green's best at 12, 14. I reckon No Change is best at 14. I reckon Chevelle is best at 14. I don't think it really runs a super strong mile. So it was really funny. I think they're the major players, but I don't think the mile is necessarily any of their best trips, um, which sort of adds an extra bit of intrigue to the race. K-May on its last run, you're thinking, well, from a good draw, stalking the speed, it's probably going to pick itself. But putting on an apprentice that can't claim, Mm -hmm. I I just- i found that fascinating i found that a, a very um unique decision um bj i agree very unique decision. there's so.
0: no you don't you don't there's no advantage. No, right
1: there's or. no advantage. Even I mean, no change. Brandon can only use half of his claim, but he's ridden it both trials and first and second up. There's real yep. good continuity there. Yep. So I sort of I sort of get that. And he's still getting a little bit of his claim. He's just missing out on a kilo and a half. But um yeah, very interesting stuff. Um, I reckon if you watch the Chevelle replay, they went forward last start, but I don't think they were desperate to lead. Holly was looking around like, Are you gonna let me in? Am I if I can get a spot, I'll take one here. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not I don't know. Do you know how you go through a run of form where you don't win for a period of time or perhaps don't show your best form, even though it's been going super in in probably harder races than this, and you just look to mix things up? So it wouldn't surprise me, I don't know, I'm in two minds, whether Luke comes across and they've put his three kilos on to do the same thing again, or he comes across a bit more circumspect and sort of just parks on no change or allows no change to lead. So interesting watch. Um, But either way, for me, it's – it's all pointing towards no change here. Um, really? It's, oh, it's been a revelation, this campaign. It kicked clear with Cobb & Co, who came out and won super. Like Cobb & Co won really, really well. And then it's pushed Magnificent Andy all the way to the line, um, worried about not using the entire claim, but only used a kilo last start and worried about the mile to a degree. But, um, yeah, it's, it's the only one I can – really come out, I think. Mm. I, I refused about back KMA for a non-claiming apprentice for that reason. So prick. Pre- yeah. Ginger Green is going super. Appreciates a stronger tempo. I'm just worried about the gate. You threw Ginger Green in at barrier 3 and 4 and it's probably the bet every day of the week but from nine what type of head starts are going to be giving a couple of horses out in front on on a day i think will suit those closer to the speed and and then you've got well I mean, the rest of them i, I if, can't
0: have if chevelle leads it's going to be leading at speed if it sits outside no change and they'll ramp up from like the 600 onwards so how, how does that how does that shape for a horse like ginger green if they snag and go back Seems well, like- that's all he has to do is, and he just has to hope that it doesn't work out
1: for those. But I, mean, I can see Export Man you're shorter than ginger green in the market. I think that's very wrong. Yeah. Um Sean's not riding 54, is he? That's correct. Yeah, okay. But I think he would have gone. My guess is he would have gone ginger green anyway. I think so, yes. I think so, okay. Um Export Man won and it won by several lengths, but that was a five horse race with So Schmick, Mountain Ash at the end of its prep, and Mahalio's run second with the bar shoes on. Yeah. So I reckon it's a proper Christmas. That's a proper Christmas present for yeah. uh, Export Man there. So, yeah, just this market looks to have too many horses heavy in it that yep. I don't think deserve to be there. Namely, those two Export Man and Mahalia. So, I'm hoping that's not the good form <laughs> reference to follow because I've cooked it. If so, mm. so yeah, no change for me. They'll let Chevelle go, pop out to the breeze, follow it, or um. Chevelle has a different mindset about going that hard and um, and Brandon can control and kick. But no changes looks at different horses, Brett. It
0: Does. It does, yeah. That magnificent. You called
1: it first up too at twenty yeah, to
0: one. That that um uh yeah, that first that Effort behind Magnificent Andy was excellent. That horse is flying as well. So, um loving Brandon at the moment is no change, so which is which is good. I um, No change jockey. I found this race really tricky actually. It was more what they're gonna do with Chevelle Doval, which was the which was the interesting point. I feel like they just need to go back and look at his replays on what, what he does well. And um and also he's just been he's just been racing against some really good horses. So whether he gets beat or not, it's not necessarily tactics, it's just the level that he's at, and sometimes you just got to wait your turn when you're at that level, and um, that you know the planets will align for you one day, and then you'll probably take five or six runs before they do again. So, um, if it was my horse, I'd be leading, but um, wouldn't be surprised to see a bit of a flashing first up run from Try for Us. I thought the Durant camper just starting to um, hit a bit of hit a bit of form. Liked uh, the first up run of um, one last Saturday in uh, who sort of got held up for a run in the Classic Rogue race. What horse was that? Was that Blackwater Bay? think it was. Yes. And there four, was another one that day as well. Yeah, four winners at Geraldton last Sunday. So don't be surprised should to been, see the. Uh, should have been five. five. <laughs> <laughs> should have been five wood. <laughs> so don't be surprised to see Adam go on a bit of run um, over the next uh, weeks and months. So I, I think Try for us might be a bit maddy territory later on the show for me. But I thought this was a funny odd race and anything can happen. So no real firm uh, viewpoint from me. Witten's irrigation and design, they're the irrigators of choice for the West Australian racing industry. Owner operator Craig Witten has extensive experience working on racetracks across this great state, especially in his role as irrigation technician on the hallowed turf at Ascot and Belmont Park. Craig and his team also specialise in designing and delivering projects for commercial thoroughbred and standardbred racing properties. Check out Witten's Irrigation and Design on Instagram and Facebook and get in touch with Craig. So whether it's racetrack, residential or commercial, water wisely with Witten's. All right, race, Oh, we're up to race seven already. Is the Glenroy what? Sorry? Chef. Oh, sh- Handicap. 2200 metres. This race was advertised as 66 plus, but uh, had to be scaled so um, with no top weight available. So the race is actually a 61 plus with a 55 minimum. And that means that Gobella has had to, so I guess on a normal scale, Gobella's gonna get what's she gonna get? Five so that's uh two and a half she's going to get 56 and a half under a normal scale in this grade and unfortunately she gets to rise to 60. as a result um steph bakronich has gone for has reached for the luke campbell three kg claim on the seven day spin around terry any love for go bella
1: guess one horse i'm not backing in this <laughs> <Gobella>? <laughs> the
0: beat, beat, I'll, beat the I'll definitely go
1: bella as yeah. well yeah. definitely not backing go bella yeah um, yeah, old mate, beat the bro, 10 bucks. It's just, it's just straight away. I look at things like that and I go, oh, I want to bet in this market. If you're, uh, if you're going to lob up $10, beat the bro, this ain't a, uh, ain't a strong race. So, look, I'm always happy to take on, as you know, I, I carry on about it. Always happy to take on her horse's first goal at a staying trip. Yep. And that's go Bella. So if it comes out and beats me, especially as favorite, that's. That's a luxury for me because it's a horse I'm not going to be on. And if it goes up that short, that's 25% of the market. It's chewing up. So um, good on it. If it wins, first go at a staying trip, um, You definitely now's a good time to have a stay around that rating because some of these, we saw Gold Fries win midweek and then come out and miss in a Jerry Cup. New mm, beauty. Uh, by a very small margin. Well, said, so, said
0: no one ever won the Albany Cup. Said no one ever won the Albany. Exactly right. Who won the Narragun Cup? Overthought. 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 So yeah, yeah. and the, and she's the sort of mare that goes around in these races. Sort of. Exactly right. Week in, week out. So it's all there for a horse who um, strikes a purple patch. Exactly right.
1: Yeah. So if, if they can stay with Go Bella, which I hope they don't this time, because I won't be on. Yeah. Um, yeah, good luck to him. I'm a bit surprised Allman isn't down for the Jericho Cup qualifier. Generally, mm-hmm. one horse is over the minimum. And if come right back didn't go, I think the race would have been re handicapped to a 55 plus, yeah, 100k race with a horse like Arty's Comet as favourite. Mm. I've never I've done a market or anything, but that's wild, isn't it? Yep. I think a few have missed a treat not going down for that,
0: haven't they? I agree. They're, they're, I'm not sure. I, I, I honestly don't think yeah. they should have had a 2200 metre race on the day prior to yeah. the Jericho Well,
1: yeah. Fear the Wind was none, that I'm sure they've gone, Jesus Christ. Yeah. But in saying that, they've also probably gone well. Um, the horse was 16 to 20. Yeah, it just might be a bit soon for Fear the Wind. So I think they've made the right decision. So. Anyway, if, was there a lead up race to the Jericho? I feel like everything is just a big leap to the well, 31. last year, I remember. There was a, was a 2400, which Fryer away won, and then yep. it went down there as near favourite mm-hmm. for the race. I don't remember that 2400 metre race. Unless no. that was that one. Gold Fry's one, no, no that's twenty two. that has been a twenty four. Yeah, I
0: think they have. They're been, asking everything
1: to step up nine hundred minimum. Yeah, you got to build towards a race like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, it bit be a pathway. Yeah. That's a that is as far as features go this weekend. The Sheila and the Jericho Cup qualifiers are uh, Diabolical. Very very thin. Anyway. Um, it's so many winning chances here. Um, walk walk me through it, mate,
0: because I'm clueless in this race. So
1: I really like this as a race, but I don't I don't know if I'll win or not. I'm going to be with fear the wind. I think Pikey got it wrong um last time out he in a race with a heap of speed he kicked it up early and gave it a nudge early and it begun really well and that was its problem so in a race where they have gone mad accelerate and devonia have gone at each other the entirety devonia was super down beating 10 lengths all things considered like django dream couldn't get near the speed um float out boat couldn't get near the speed like it was it was just a wild tempo and there's pikey sitting in third behind him got a big hip and shoulder on the turn still ran well to run third like still i thought that was a good run considering what it had used and the fact i don't think that's its strength so i'm expecting they snagged it dead last year and, and there are so many I think there's a, a thought in wa racing at the moment that in staying races you have to be in front on the turn otherwise you can't win like there just seems to be 10 horses making moves and the horse that didn't make a move in that race was dutchies de and holly watson and that won the race mm-hmm. the horse that didn't make a move in that stupid race with chuck a going and Cruzy roy going and was Gold Friars yeah. and the second last horse to make a move was Friar away. Mm-hmm. It's just the last, whoever's just the most patient wins these races. The theory that, oh, it's, it's a one batter, I've got to get going early. Your horse can't one bat for 1600 metres, it's not Kirov, boy. Mm. Like, it's just the about, there's a wild theory in WA Racing at the moment about stayers and how to best ride them mm-hmm. because it's madness. So, Pikey just needs to sit last, let all this shit unfold and um, have the final
0: crack at him. I, I think you wrote Soviet Spy like that a couple of times where you just sort of waited for yep. everyone to make their moves, make their blues, yep. and then cash in Like Exactly so, right. Yep. Paul Harvey did it with Gold
1: Fries yep. um, two starts ago. So... Um, yeah, in saying that, always Come Right Back's win when <laughs> horses are going around and it's going to run a long last? And, uh, what was the horse
0: of Malia's that gave it
1: Winburn? Double digit. It was deep the trip. Petter just said, see you later, Pikey. I think I saw her give him the bird on the way past too. Yeah, so.
0: see you back in the showers, Pikey. Yeah,
1: yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ. And anyway. Come right back to that the horse. So it's winds have been all under Pikey or Peter Hall. Yeah. And um, yeah. it needs revving up. Like it needs a proper hands and heels jockey to get going. So anyway, so I think Django Dream will lead this. And from there, it's only led twice. I'm going to give you heaps of horses you could back here. Um, I'm. It's all pr- late price pending for me probably. But Django Dream has only led twice for summer. One of those, it won. The other one ran second to Soviet Spy, and that was at the start of its run. So that's when Soviet Spy had less weight.
0: Yeah, that was uh, Pindera, Magic Meade's we day.
1: Yep. You and I were there that day, so that was a really nice run. Devonia goes best for Lucy Warwick, mm-hmm. and she's been on twice in a 60 and a 66-plus for a win and a third. Um, forget it went round. It was a far better run than it looks last start, and its first up run was good. Mm-hmm. So as long as it hasn't flattened it, they'll want to be off the fence but i also think
0: there's a 10 days is a slight concern but
1: yeah yeah i I think there's also a a world in which they can just follow django dream hope it kicks and that's how you in the race you get off and it'll go along and definitely go along at a good tempo um working down up Cruzy roy was a really nice run going mid race it's a proper stayer just a little three-year-old it's always a worry when the three-year-olds take on the older horses over a trip, but. The Fryer Away Gold Fryers form from that race looks really good. And I'm $6.30, Cruzy Roy. So 7 $8 around. That'll be a saver for me. I'd suggest um, Beat the Bro won't stay. Big swoop, wrong setup. Dutch East I think it all went right. So I'll take it on. Arnie's Boy is a horse that the senior going on is anything. I'm just not sure if it stays. Yeah. So I probably can't come at it. Brave contenders in career best. I just don't think it's up to this level. Go Bella, I'm going to take on first goal of the trip. And then Allman will win a race mm. soon but just when it does. So it's one of those ones, if it gets to a silly price, you save on it something wild. But um, I think patience can win this race, and I'm pretty keen on making Fear the Wind a result. And looking at that Cruiser Roy price, that's a, an easy save price for me. I think they'll be more circumspect on Cruiser Roy this time as well. Okay. Patience will win this race.
0: Very good. Race eight is the Morley Growers Market Handicap. This is a 1,600-metre graduation and uh, – yeah, it looks like a really, really nice race for the Ganjimi Bros horse here, the three-year-old King's Sicario. Did you get any of the $41 they put up on
1: 365? <laughs> <laughs> I think they just got the um, their horse's numbers wrong, the 10-11 or something like that. Secret, got, Secret Pearl yeah, or Jolly I Lace, think, yeah. I think mean, any bets that went on would have got uh, quickly cancelled.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, my fury had admirers last start and was touch disappointing in the race won by... Cobb & Co. Weird and run. Yeah, it was a weird run. Was So it's floating between $4 and $4.20 at the moment. Tenacious reward, draws a gate, scratched last Saturday. For this, that was a good move because um, it drew wide and was in, had a bit of a sticky map, but maybe Holly can use gate one. Why was cover. it Scratched
1: um that was a perfect race last week okay? there was nothing in the stewards report they've just forgot they always just forget to put them in
0: you didn't put future no. or anything like that. No. okay there's
1: nothing there at all
0: uh Arcadia stars coming out of a class one victory i think at uh, pin the other day but um king sicario mm-hmm. is rusty dreams leniency um that type of four three odd form so this looks like really a good option brad parnum in the saddle gate okay, four
1: yeah it's hard to tip against it this is a really bad race. Oh, this is a shocker, PJ. Like, I, I was surprised. I got King Sakari to about 270 or mm. something, and um, I don't think it has to be as far back either. I mean, I watched how it began, all of it starts, and some of those are from wide gates. First yep. prep were good gates, but it sort of got squeezed. Um, so I think, again, don't just allow yourself to be behind some pretty slow ones here. Um, give it a little kick. Uh, the fact you've got horses like Irritable Rodney Who Can't Step, Secret Pearl, The Red Sea, uh, 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 uh there was one other who will just go back it's, it's more like a seven or eight horse seven yeah. it's yeah. more like a seven or eight horse field so as long as it can land with five behind it get some clear air the one way it gets beaten and i don't know if this will be the tactics but the one way it gets beaten is my fury should be trying to lead races i think that's the best way to might be the best way to ride this horse it's only breezed twice in its career there were two dominant wins and i think with no real other speed here this is a great opportunity to lead and and see how you go from the top
0: so that's what i'd be doing if i was well, I was kind of thinking like a Jolly Lace or Never Sober might come across from there. They kind of have to, don't they?
1: Yep, it, yeah. but uh, both of them will prefer cover. And I know Ash Marley would with Never Sober often says the horse needs cover, needs cover, needs <laughs> cover. Right, so what if about, you've got intent
0: on my fury, yeah. you will find the own. What about a horse like Great Fortune? Is Great Fortune a leader or I see that they're trying to mix and match tactics with this horse to varying success. It's not quick. So yeah. it's it
1: comes down to what else is in the race. I think they're happy leading, but they often can't because the horse doesn't have um, the toe. But I think they'd prefer. I think they'll end up sitting. I think yep. the, the ones from out wide have more early speed and will naturally end up a, across a jockey like Lucy, who's um, pretty patient.
0: Okay. Yeah, I just thought that this was slam dunk for King Sicario.
1: It's hard. Really. To, it's hard to, as I said, the one way it gets beaten. Yeah. And I'm that's that's my only concern is like if they have some uh, if they're proactive with my fury and say look find the rail and lead mm. run them along definitely.
0: Um, that's how it gets beaten. Do you know the other way it gets beaten? How up the entirety? Uh, no, if it's... Race uh, is Tuesday. If they scratch and race on Tuesday. They wouldn't do that. Kings, King Sicario is um, an acceptor in race five on Anzac Day Ascot. What's Brad worth? Parnham has been named from gate three. It's a 1,400-meter race. Uh, it's worth 27 and a half. What's this worth, 60? Yeah. Yeah, well, that would be silly. Yeah, so that's one way it could doesn't win. so yeah, That is all that is <laughs> well right.
1: It's, it's funny as well. Just say it does come out here. Yeah. My, my maths quickly tell me my Fury will come into two eighty, two ninety. Yeah, There's no way in the world I'm taking two eighty, two ninety. <laughs> my Fury, um, even though I've got nothing else in my market. So Bombay style, if this was Ozzy Gallardi riding it, that would be an easy
0: bet. Do um, you, reg- um, you know how big it was at Geraldton last
1: start? I mean, it's a horse that's come to town and won in the last couple
0: of years. So. You should have run Julia Martin and just demanded. Ozzy, I don't Aussie. think he's allowed to
1: yet. You have to ride X-Men or Women. Uh, That's why right. Gaius I don't think is riding right. City. I think you need to get some pass or whatever. But this is just a thin, thin, thin race. It's very bad. So, um, Irritable Rodney as well, Chris Shane Warren's horse. Oh, um, ah, yeah, Chris Shane, yeah. Irritable Rodney is yeah. just... Consistently doesn't step, makes it very difficult for itself. But I just get very confused with the jockey selection because it's a horse that's got so many issues and they've never put a jockey on it. This was a great opportunity. You've come to town. Joey has a party sitting in the sheds or something. Just put a jockey on it. The horse is going really, really well. Not that Brandon's not a jockey, but he's not claiming again. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, because I just don't. this is like Brandon's minimum riding weight is 54. Yeah. and this horse says exactly 54. So he doesn't get an opportunity to use his two kilo clan. Exactly yeah. right. And you've got a senior in the shed like Joe. I'd, yeah, I don't really get it. So,
1: and Arcadia Stars are pretty slow.
0: Yeah, okay. So, tenacious reward for mine is the biggest danger to uh, King Sicario. But I think King Sicario could, um, this could be a margin on Saturday if it uh, gets the right Hold flow into the race. Yep. Hold a spot. Yeah. 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 All right, so, well, we've got through the preview in pretty quick time, Terry, but uh, you know what time it is?
1: Uh, the Get Out Stakes,
0: B-J-S-T-E-A-K-S. Correct, Mondo, the extremely popular Get Out Stakes, brought to you by... Market City Meats, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located at Canning Markets on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt runs the show Swing past and Say G'day Red Carpet Treatment at all times out at Market City Meats. And uh, congr- well, congratulations, Nathan Bennett. Uh, not your Nathan Bennett, the other Nathan mm, Bennett. Disappointing. Um, he is now a four-time Get Out Stakes champion, courtesy of... Not only not secret, but also the Sam White rule. He was first in Best Dress. Uh, he got the collect and Nathan was good enough to put a photo up of his um, beautiful meal. Look at that. Did you see that, Terry? I did see that, yeah. actually. Yeah. Thanks, Nathan. He's, Nath. he's um, done well. He's done well. He's absolutely cleaned up there. Mm. and um, Well yeah. cooked, Yes, you. beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful, mate. Distribution of redness. Yeah, magnificent. Mm. What do you think of the steak at the Western launch party The on Thursday? Oh,
1: it's good. Yeah. Chewy. I was okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. yeah Mixed mix reports. Def- from- oh, no, it was pretty ordinary. <laughs> it actually was. I didn't know if
1: it was just being polite or not. <laughs> um, it was free, so I shouldn't really complain. Yeah, you know, the problem was
0: it wasn't supplied by uh- – that's that market city There, I was mm. going to say, yeah. So, of course, the Sam White rule was. Congratulations again, Nathan. Awesome, mate. Thanks for supporting the competition and the show as always. But the Sam White rule was all important last week, and it's come into it's been required, I think, twice in the last five weeks. So, make sure you never ever forget the Sam White rule. First, in best dressed, get your entries through at the one one pod on Twitter. Who wins race nine Ascot this Saturday? And a decimal winning margin. We'd love two decimal places here at the 1-1. One, one. Race nine, finish the day strong. It's the Kale Jacobs 40th birthday handicap. Happy birthday, Kale! Fantastic. Timmy. I um, saw so Timmy Cale, Uh No, I'm getting confused. My bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's the soccer player. Was he just <laughs> punching corner flags? Or? No, I was going to say, I saw t- Tim Payne in the crowd at Gathering on the other day. Oh. He was with uh, Paddy Cummins and Nathan Lyon. But, uh
1: saw so Brooks Capker I thought that was probably more of a...
0: Was he at the footy? Yeah, yeah, right.
1: Brooks, yeah. Brooks, and mate, could uh, they showed. Uh, could who's the him. one no one likes? Patrick Reed.
0: Yeah, Patrick. Yeah, Reed. They showed him, him. In the ground. I think he was sitting by himself. I think he was getting booed at the footy, wasn't he, Patrick Reed? That's um, <laughs> I don't know who uh, who they don't and they dislike more Patrick Reed or uh, the Hornet Jason Horn Francis, but um, anyway, Carol um, Jacobs, happy birthday, mate. Hope I uh, hope you have a great day out there at Ascot on Saturday. Good race to, or well, a competitive race to finish the day. It's a 66 plus, 1200 meters. Couple of handy horses resuming in above the peg and featherweight. My mate, new stable, has gone from the Strempels to the Pierce brothers with William Pike in the saddle. Born to talk, drawn well. Costa's crown, who struggles to win, but he's drawn well with Chris Parnham and a low weight on his board. I'm sure opinions will be divided come race nine on Sunday.
1: What's the Costas Crown infatuation in the market? What? How is it
0: favoured? He's a tease, isn't he? Costas well, Crown.
1: L- last start, he had the back of Rule the Rocket. Like how? I appreciate Chris going on a horse like this. Oh, I think um, that touch of seniority for gate, the apprentices. Gate, well.
0: weight, gate, wait, hoop combination. Yeah, it I suppose.
1: followed Rule the Rocket midweek. It followed it after being smashed in bedding, Ruler the Rocket was a bit of a drifter. Rule the Rocket played up badly behind the gates. In all fairness, right? Um, but. Oh, I I don't know. It beats me. I don't care. I'm I'm not even going to feel like a dickhead. It just doesn't like three dollars forty us his crown. Like I was third favorite, but yeah, it's it's great. Seeing a horse like that in the market so consistently that I don't know. It's not
0: that good. doesn't win or doesn't win very often. Yeah. No. So what's no, its, its record now? Is it one one, one from
1: sixteen. It won and made one, and yeah. it a one a maiden. a maiden. One from fourteen. Yeah. So yeah, Lacta got it over the speed that day. So the key here will be jumping and being closer than featherweight and above the peg. I guess. Mm. Um, but I like this as a betting race, just looking at it. Like you got Born to Talk, I don't know is a 66-plus horse BJ at 8 bucks. Rejuva King for me is a miler type thing with the apprentice on it. If it's $13 and then my mates first up for three 400 days, didn't like the trials and it's single, single figures. figures. Yep. So it's just a race. I don't like any of them and they're chewing up so much market percentage. So, so what does that mean? It comes down to the fact there's a lot of speed in this. Um, Danny Bella, Born to Talk. Uh, Double Spice will definitely try and lay with Jared Nosko and I like that booking mm-hmm. I reckon it's um, not impossible here actually I think I've got double spice equal third favorite with
0: Costa's crown actually my mate's got speed if they want to use it yes, yes. It,
1: well exactly right mm-hmm. if they want to use it I'm always happy taking on a horse first up 400 days especially off a semi to trial but um, featherweight is is an easy bet here for me um, it beats above the peg first up last prep um And it actually meets it 3.5 kilos better. Oh. Not only did it beat it, it was a better run. Paddy Carberry gave above the peg a 20 out of 10 that day. Um, in all fairness, Chris gave Featherweight a really good run too, but it, with the runs they had, Pat, above the peg probably should have won the race. Mm. But Featherweight didn't just win it one easily. I feel like that it was then, like
0: Cox's Plate Day last year.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, was a, it was a feature day. But yeah. then came out after a setback. I think it stepped on a nail from memory during its prep and it was okay at its next few runs, but it wasn't quite the same. So I think
0: that took the wind out of it. So he put in one real good it went further way? Yeah. Yeah. He took put in one good run with Jamie Carr on board when it ran yeah. third, that was yeah. monstrous. Yeah. Dig deep was in yeah. there, it went super with Ben Mellum on board. Um
1: Chan. Anyway, I've got my memory beat now at least. Mm. Yeah, remembering nails in feet. Um, (laughs) But anyway, three and a half kilos. And then just the cherry on top is they've both trialed this time in above the peg featherweight. And I'm sure Simon had something in the sheds, but I thought that featherweight's trial was um, aesthetically at least um, a far nicer trial. So always wary with the apprentices on sit and sprinters, but there is a lot of trust in Luke Campbell um for me at the moment so look i think featherweight's a some three dollar pop here so happy getting involved plenty of speed on late in the day Whoosh car lukey campbell see you later
0: i was hoping you were going to say that because that was exactly my thoughts as well in the last year terry so that trial was spot on um that Little that little edge that you get with the uh, inform three kilo apprentice, worth their weight in gold when they're uh when they're flying, as Luke is at the moment. So, uh, reasonable run in transit. Featherweight's got a big finish when when he's fresh, especially. So, good luck holding him out if he's got a trouble free run. It's one that could go to another level. This prep, Featherweight, yeah. Well, he's a, he's a 78 raider, so he's sort mm-hmm. of on the cusp, yep.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's one that could um could step up and
0: yeah, he's, he's definitely
1: one to watch. Um, as I said, I think stepping on the nail, came out, it's next up, semi-flat, good with Jamie Carr on it, I don't know. I think that setback might've just hurt its prep, but either that or it's a fresh horse and let's
0: get our money fresh. Very good. All right, let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll have our best bets, our mandies, our lays for Sheila Gwynn Steak Stair. Okay, we're in the home straight here on the 1-1, one, one, and our Betfair best betting propositions for Saturday are as follows.
1: Ah, my best is, it's toss-up between about five. I don't mind a few on Saturday. Uh, I'll go with the last, the lucky last, Featherweight. I, um, yeah, tick some boxes.
0: All right, Race very nine, good. Featherweight. Mine comes up in the race beforehand, race eight, King Sicario, very keen.
1: King Sicario, I'm with you. I like
0: uh, Maddie, Maddie. For you, you just, you oh, just do mine. you do
1: just mine. say your words while I'm? Um, okay, so my Maddie, considering my uh, which I
0: threw out ever so briefly in the preview race six. I wouldn't be surprised to see try for us produce fresh okay, Adrian, so. CJP in a funny old seventy two plus. Uh, I could see her swooping late at a price. Currently, I'm fudging a little bit. I thought
1: they had to be $20. I'm
0: fudging a little bit, um, but I'm expecting uh, $21 on Betfield.
1: Okay. Uh, uh, I'll go with, on the fly a bit here, I'm going to go with Amber Highway in race number two. If I can find the front. um, I think it's... 19 20 across the agencies. One well, also we have a mentioned as well in race three. I love the trial of Marto's Cobb, yeah. I did. Um, it'll probably get jumped 50 bucks on Betfair, so I'll have five yeah. bucks on it late.
0: And I, I imagine that's named after the late Paul Martin as well. Um, very well loved member of oh, okay. the uh, w racing community, Paul Martin. Um, and great friends with Ash Maley as well. Uh, Lay, Lay of the
1: day. I'm, I'm. I haven't written anything down. I'm gonna lay uh export man the place at a dollar seventy, go Bella the place at a dollar seventy, and I will lay Arcadia Star the place at two dollars ten.
0: No, get your pens ready because if you want to win it here's my lay it's go, <laughs> it's go Bella go Bella in the uh, in the staying race I'm a bit mm-hmm. like Terry right?
1: you Roy. can back it each way because <laughs> well, i have just thinking over the place so.
0: rising yeah. uh, rising in weight 2200 metres first go uh, yeah I think it's been stitched up a little bit by the, the way that the, the weights fell but um, yeah I'm happy to take her on, on yep. good on them
1: mm-hmm. if it yeah. wins
0: then good on them as I said you can have a lot of fun with
1: all this like that if yeah. it um, comes out and wins, first go of staying trip